Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of Catcher Cast. Uh, I'm Ethan. Before we get started, I just wanted to give you a little update about what's coming for the podcast. Uh, Isaac's about to leave on his field semester to the desert, um, so we're not going to be recording any new episodes for a couple months. But in the meantime, we have several episodes lined up to release every couple of weeks during the interim. This coming episode is the first of two lost episodes that Isaac and I recorded back in March or April of last year. We've attempted to record episode 7 twice, but both times we were faced with some sort of recording issue. But I've now resurrected those episodes for you to enjoy. Uh, in two-ish weeks, episode 17, which we called 16 when we recorded it, uh, will drop, and after that, the second lost episode will drop. Uh, and after that, episode 19, uh, which we call 17 in recording, will release. It occurs to me I'm just listing the episodes that are coming out, but I just want you to know that we have a plan. Uh, and after that, mind-bogglingly, we'll release our 20th episode, which is crazy that we've made that many episodes of this podcast. Uh, and that'll be something a little different from our usual format. But that's all to come. For now, I just want to thank you again for all your support of this podcast. It means a lot to me and Isaac to know that there's people listening to our silly ramblings. And now, dear listeners, relax and enjoy this blast to the past of Ketchup Cast. You're listening to Ketchup Cast, the podcast where... Believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ketchup Cast, your favorite podcast. I'm Ethan. I'm Isaac. And this is episode seven, Isaac. Isn't that crazy? Is it really? Yeah, we've been doing this for three billion episodes. I mean, seven episodes. That's only seven weeks. Well, really, six weeks. Yeah, but this is like month three of actually recording. Um... Yeah, right. Because we started halfway through. Well, sure. We'll go with that. I mean, give or take. I'm counting the full months. Right. I, I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, great. That's that's good for us. We're pretty darn popular, I think. Yeah, I think we had, what, like four views on the last one? So far. Yeah, that's uh, surprising. Surprising we don't have any sponsors but, right now. I think you have to have at least 10 episodes before the sponsors will consider you. Oh, okay. That's why, as soon as we release our 10th episode, they'll just come rolling in. Right, then we're just going to be flooded with, with you know, all the sponsors. Yeah, yeah. They're just waiting there won't for be a podcast. Time. It'll just be all the sponsors and, we'll, like, just their jingles for the whole episode. You're right. We won't, we won't have anything else to talk about. It'll just be sponsor spots. Exactly. Yeah. And what more could you want out of a podcast? That's right, besides a, a money-making machine. And our listeners would still tune in. I would just just to hear just to hear the two of us talk about things that are earning us money to talk about. Two awesome guys who wouldn't want to listen. It's a good point. Would make it really entertaining. So that's the future of Ketchup Cast listeners. It's just nothing but sponsors and money for us good folks. Anyway, Isaac, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm. I'm good. I'm kind of out of it. I watched movies all weekends to catch, to get ready for the Oscars. Yeah. So like I haven't big day. It was. It was a big big night. My, the film group at my school got had like a watch party, which was a lot of fun. Wow, that's cool. Uh, what you, I'm gonna talk about them a little later uh, with my movie recommendation. Okay. So we want to save that segment because I have thoughts, but the thoughts go along with my movie recommendation. Okay. Okay. I'll put away the tuxedo and the and the bow tie and. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got my cummerbund just waiting for the end. Okay, okay, so. I'll, I'll, I'll throw that on when we, uh, when we talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. Yeah, Hollywood's big night. So there's something I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. 
how did this speed dating thing go? Good question. Uh, well, they confiscated the crossbow at the door. No, that's not true. I didn't bring a crossbow at all. I know, right? That was the plan. Um, what, what, how did it go? I'm trying to remember. Oh, it went fine. Yeah. I guess that's a sign that didn't anything really come of it, because I couldn't really remember. But, um, yeah, it was, it was fun, because I knew pretty much everybody that was there. I mean, I hadn't, like, had a conversation with everybody, but I, I knew I'd met everybody in the room at least once before that night which is kind of weird but when you live in such a small community that's that's true up in your tree yeah that, that's sort of what happened <laughs> um so it was less about like dating i feel like speed dating the dating word was a bit like it was more like speed conversation having than like i don't think i, I think there was very few, few people in it that were there for the there for the dating part you know what i'm saying I got you. What was the process like? How did it work? Um, there was rows of tables, of, like, thin, narrow okay. tables and, like, a horseshoe shape in the room. And then, um, with a chair on either side, and you would sit down, and somebody would sit down across from you, you would talk for three minutes, and then you'd both, see, here's the thing, you'd both move to the left, which means that you skipped every other person, which... Could be good, could be ga- bad, but also there's not enough time to talk to really everybody. So it's just like, all right, easy thing to just move one to the left. And, um, yep. And so did you mention Ketchup Cast, like I suggested? Uh, I did not talk about the fabulous podcast that I have, unfortunately. So there could have been potential sponsors there, Isaac. Oh, at, at the speed dating night? Yeah. Right. People were like, oh, you have a po- great, I'm looking for something to sponsor. Here, just take my money. Just, just Here, just say this on your podcast, I'll give you money. That would be, that's true. I didn't think about that. But, anyways, the conversations were great. It was a good time to talk to people that I don't normally get to talk to during my day. Um, that's awesome. That uh, I've made their acquaintance, but never really had a full conversation with them. So it was good to have that, good to talk. And um, so the way it, it worked is it was, it was all, all genders, all preferences, all, everybody, every, every yeah, all of that. Um, and, and so it didn't really matter who, like, if, if you if you weren't interested, you know, just generally, if, the, if that category wasn't quite your taste, you know, you can still have a conversation with them. And um, right. I sat across from my buddy once, my good friend Joe, and we had a great conversation about, uh, about things, um, uh, not about the podcast, but uh, yeah, and, and it, was, it was great. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was like it's a nice, light-hearted way to spend an evening. Yes, that's true. I feel like I've been branching out more recently, doing more adventurous things. And that's amazing. Social things. That's such an important thing to do, especially in college. Yes. Like, it's so easy to just sit in your room all the time and, you know, record podcasts. That's right. Being <laughs> social with only people that could never possibly actually be physically in your world. Right. So it's important to have friendships that are maintained by like physical bonds. Yes. Yeah. Well, not, but you know, like by the bonds rather than bonds of, of by hydrogen and oxygen yes. bonds versus a bond that's an obligation to a podcast, and that's the only reason you're friends with that person. Right. I mean, really, we're just doing it for our sponsors at this point. At this I think point, we yeah. both know our that friendship we, is... we hate each other to death. Right. Yeah. And, and you're the worst person ever. But but really, we find no other way to make good money except the the sponsors that continue uh, to support this show. 
Right. Yeah. And you haven't heard any of them yet, listeners, because they're waiting for the big anniversary. Right. We're, it's it's going to be, like we said earlier, it's going to be the 10th episode. We're going to make all this money. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. In fact, the whole, the first, the opening of the episode is just going to be us, like, making it rain. You'll just hear paper shuffling. That's right. There'll be so much stacks of paper. We won't even be able to hear the microphone. It's going to be amazing. Um, Yeah. I feel like I had more to say about that, but I don't remember. I don't know. You're the one who always has the big list, though. Yeah, to be honest, I kind of neglected the list this week. I thought I'd go in rather fresh. That's valid. I got some stuff we can talk All about. Alright, go, you go, go next. This one I've had sitting on my desk for a couple of weeks now. Just, we haven't had time to get to it. Okay. Uh, for one of my New Year's resolutions was to drink a lot less soda. Alright. Because I drink, I, I drink a lot of soda. I like the fizziness. Coke has a nice, like, caffeine boost to it. But I thought, there's so much sugar in soda. If I could cut that out, that would be a really healthy thing to do. Next. Yeah, good good point. So I've started drinking water a lot more than I did. Like, if I go to get lunch, actually, I'm eating lunch right now, so I apologize for any chewing sounds uh, on the recording. Um, but I'll get a bottle of water rather than, like, a Sprite or a Coke or something. Very good. And I just good. wanted to ask, like, what do you what do you like to drink? Like, if you were given the option, what would you Probably like, water. Would you drink? I, I feel like I'm dehydrated most of the time. Same. It's so easy to, I feel like, at home, because I can just, like, walk to the sink or the fridge and just sort of, like, boom, water. Whereas in college, I have to, like, leave my room if I want to go get water. Yeah, I think the thing about the water, especially here where I live, is it's really hard. Like, there's a lot of chlorine and, like, um, what else, calcium and, like, it's not, or, it's just, like, not, yeah. it's, you know, municipal water that's very, um, uh, very not tasty. I should say. It's not like spring water, um, which some people do go to springs and get um, get water. But, uh, yeah. So, Excuse me. It's okay. But, yeah, I, I usually keep a few a few bottles in my room just filled up with water. That way it's here when I need it. Um, usually That's I smart. have my um, water, what do you call it? Oh, an electric kettle. That's what that's called. I would have that. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah, in my room, sort of filled up, ready to make some tea or some hot cocoa. Do you have a favorite kind of tea? Not really. I think it depends on the mood. I would agree. I've gotten really into chamomile tea lately. Mm, For the quiet moments. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, if I'm reading a book or something, or you know, stress, I'll just take, you know, make a cup of that. Cozy chamomile, they say. Cozy chamomile, absolutely. For the quiet moments. Oh, now I kind of want tea. Welcome to TCast. <laughs> Where we throw tea into the Boston Harbor. That's right. I used to think that the Tea Party, American like the political party called the Tea Party, was about that, the, the throwing of tea into the Boston Harbor. It's a little disappointing that they're not. I know, or like just stand around and sip tea, or like, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. No, they actually have political views. Yeah. I'm not going to state my opinion of that because this is not a political podcast. I think my favorite uh, historical political party name is called the Know Nothing Party. The Know Nothings were super racist. Right, I hate their agenda. Like, I would not want to associate them at all whatsoever. But I think their name is they, – they, they win it in the name category. They do. They also went by, I think, like the American Party or something like that. Oh, that's boring. So, like, well, there's, there's a funny joke in there. The, the Know Nothing American Party? That's what I'm saying. And th- that's true. We, we do stout how much we know nothing. 
But what do you expect from racists? Ketchup cast tip, by the way, listeners, don't be racist. Oh, the next thing uh, to talk about is I went to a Contra dance um, uh, uh, last night. Was it last night? You know what's really funny, actually? I yeah. That was one of the topics I wanted to talk about. Too. Well, there we go. See, we're, we, we're so good at this. We, we know. That's how you know it's friendship, folks. I think listeners might, might think that we collaborated beforehand and were like, okay, here's what we want to talk about, but like bring it up in like not that uh, right. cohesive of a way. But really, we, we just answered the phone call and then hit the, hit the, hit the record button. Exactly. Basically, listeners, uh, Isaac and I, like, throughout the week, we'll just write down some stuff we want to talk about. There's, there's no collaboration. No colluding. There's no colluding going on in yeah, the we, background. We're like, oh, there's no collusion. Yeah. Believe me. Uh, I'll, I'll, I have a thing about collusion to say in a little bit, but I want to talk about contradancing. Okay, what about it? Well, just, what, what's it like? What, how does it work at, at your college? Because it it's wasn't like a big at event, right? College. It was at a... Um, was at a, a community place it's called the Grange. Oh, so you went what? Oh, I had yeah, you mentioned the Grange before, yeah. yeah. But like, how how does country dancing work for the uninitiated? Uh, and you can remind me because I hmm. I watched a video the other day, but okay, so it was is not paying attention that much. It's a it's a communal um, dance done in long lines of people. And partners, and you switch, well, okay, to a, a set of music and a caller who is telling people what moves they should be doing in the specific order for different dances. And it changes every every dance. So uh, we'll, we'll break it down. There's a room full of people, right? You walk in, fresh face, maybe a little confused from the driving. And then you get there, and there's like a room just filled with people, a big dance hall, empty uh, empty room, hardwood floor, filled with people. Take off your shoes, maybe take off your socks, maybe put on your dancing skirt, even if you're a guy. And then, um, then you ask somebody... I was going to say, what is, what is, like, the dress code for this? Uh, really anything goes. I mean, not anything, but, like, men wearing kilts and skirts is, like, totally normal. Uh, it's not formal in any sense of the word. Um, some people will dress up. But you don't wear shoes. A little nicer because they're going out in public. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Anyway, so you're you're there. You're you're dancing. And yeah, ask somebody uh, to be your partner for the next song. And um, the first one, I usually like to go with a friend and have that friend be the first one. And then that way you can sort of warm up and get into the idea of it without uh, the pressure of talking to somebody that you don't know. But eventually you should do that. Um, then, the call, you get into uh, lines, depending on how big the, the room is full of people, and the caller will explain things that you do with your body in the order of the dance. So that could be, like, swing with your partner, which is, like, the main form of the contra dancing, where you're, like, um, you're holding one pair of hands out far, and then usually it's your left hand, and then, well, I, I would think always, but anyways... If you're the, you can either be the, uh, all right. you can either be the lead or the follow. Traditionally, the lead is the boys and the follow is the ladies, but that's also not always true. 
many uh, right here on ketchup cast we say screw gender norms and just do what you want right right so some would call that the the, the gent and the, the lady i guess but but really it's just lead and follow and, and anybody can do anything that they like really there's there's no um even at the the event there's like you know like i said people are, are playing all sorts of rules here so anyway so yeah the, the um hmm, what is this the the uh, lead will have their left hand out, the follow will have their right hand out, and they'll meet somewhere in space. The lead will have their right hand underneath the follow's left shoulder, and the follow will have their left hand Above the the lead's other hand. That's really confusing. But anyways, you do that and then you swing around in a circle. Um, that's the swing portion of it. And then you go into a line and you do something. You either like spin around in a circle with people, or you like swing in, swing out, or you like I don't know, hold hands and like move in a big line, or you like um, I don't know. But it's all done to the music and it's all very somewhat predictable. Um, yeah, it's great. You see all all kinds of people. I mean, there's people from like eight years old to eighty years old there. It was it was a it was a wild wow. Yeah, I should do that. Sometime. I think you would really enjoy it. You're like theater and like I love dancing. And like sort of uh, um, social self. I think would really like it. Well, if they ever do it here in in you know good old Ohio, I will have to. There probably is a place you could find it going on. It's con- it's conventionally Probably. a northeastern uh, thing. Well, I'm not in the northeast. I'm in the Midwest. Well, yeah. But but yes. Yes, it was it was a good time. It was it was fun to talk to people that I've never seen before and and sort of have little interactions and conversations and um, ask people to dance, which is really sort of nerve nerve wracking and nervous, but like also it's like kind of fun and um, there's really no pressure. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good time. How did you get into country dancing? I didn't. I, well, I mean, I, I'm not really in it, I would say. You just, like, show up and do it. I've done, but what, I've what done it twice What you to show up the first time? Really? You've only done it twice in your life? Yep. Oh, from the way you talk about it, it sounds like you've done it a bunch. No, no. It was terrifying. But fun? Yeah. Country dancing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, after we finish recording, I'm gonna look for places around me where I can go and... If not, you should do do and all that good stuff. Right here on campus? Yeah, just do it. You know what? Yeah. Because if it's right or not. It's all about the fun. That's right. Okay, you've inspired me. Great. I'm going to do it. But an embarrassing thing did happen at Contra Dancing. I don't know if I should talk about it or not. I mean, you've brought it up. I did, but that doesn't guarantee I should talk about it. That's true. So I don't know if our listeners know, but I am turning uh, a certain age on to tomorrow. And um, and I was feeling particularly old at the contra dance when uh, a certain thing happened. So I was um, how does it go? Oh, I was asking this person to dance if they would like to dance. Um, a a uh, uh, hmm, how do I put this? An attractive uh, young person, young female, and I was like, wow, this is this is this will be fun. Let me ask this person if they would like to dance. And I did. And it was great. And we started talking, like, before the dancing actually started and the caller was explaining things. 
started talking about like, oh, where are you from? Like, is this your first time dancing? And like all this. And I was like, this is my second time. I go to school here. Um, it's not too far away. Where do you go to school? And she was like, well, I go to school at this place. Um, see, I'm not using any names or places, but you'll get the point. And I was like, oh, that's great. And she asked me what I study, and I said outdoor education. And I asked her what she studied, and she said she's in high school. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and then we continued to dance, and it was a fun time. But it just sort of surprised me. Yeah, everyone looks kind of the same age, Because, because the name like of that... her high school sounded like a college to me. And I was like, oh. That's fair. Yeah, it, it, was, it was interesting. Well, I don't think you're going to get any legal trouble for I that. I hope not. Unless, you know, the, the feds who are listening to Catch Up Cast hear you, and apparently there's nothing better to do. Well, I mean, there's nothing to, the like, prosecute. Like, nothing happened. Like, what? what's the, like, whatever. I just thought it was, like, I just thought it was an awkward, awkward time. No, that is, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that is awkward. I could see myself doing the same thing. Well, besides that, anything awkward happened to you recently? Uh... I mean, yeah, but I don't want to talk about it on the podcast because. Uh, see, me and Ethan have a have a deep dark podcast which we do after the show, where we actually talk about the things we want to talk about. He doesn't know it yet, but I've been hitting the record button. Oh no! And I've been posting them on on uh, on Craigslist actually of all the places uh, for for people to buy at their leisure. How, how much money have you made on this? Actually, this more than any sponsor we've gotten so far at this one. Wow. Yeah. So I should, I should really talk about the juicy stuff. It's then. a pro- it's a profitable, profitable business. Well, here I'll I'll give them something juicy right now. Uh, if you take an apple and you squish it, juice comes out. It's called apple cider. I had some this morning at breakfast. I love apple cider. It's great. Do you like it cold or hot better? Uh, it depends on the evening, or the the day. It depends on the day. If it's a cold one and I'm outside and, like, you know, maybe hanging out, yeah, I'd, I'd want some hot apple cider. But if I'm just, like, in the morning, like, with some pancakes and and some eggs, like, cold is great. It's fine. No need to heat things up yet. I don't think something that's awkward that's happened so I can actually give the audience something to listen to. Uh, Really, other than the ongoing awkwardness that I've discussed to you on the dark podcast, I see. the uh, dark one, as we call it, not much. <laughs> the dark one, yes. Uh, <laughs> is that the name of the podcast? Yeah, that's the name of our, the dark our dark one. web podcast, the dark one. Is it the same guy buying it on Craigslist, or is it like different people? It's mostly your your enemies. I gotta be honest. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of enemies. All of my enemies. Got a lot of people trying to uh, drain me of my energy, trying to keep these dark web podcasts away from my enemies. Thank you. Is that a song? Yeah, it's a song sort by Drake, of? actually. Actually, I probably I probably oh, yes. can't say that. He's 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 tied on his copyright. He'll he'll come and come and get me. Not if he likes Ketchup Cast enough. That's true. If Drake, if you're listening to this, you know. <laughs> Give us the thumbs up. Have you seen his... Okay, this is a, a side note that I'm, I'm sure you haven't, but have you seen his most recent music video where he just hands out stacks of cash to people who need money in their life? No, but where was he when I was taking out loans? <laughs> where is he going to be when I finish college? 
Good, good point. Good point. <laughs> so I'm just saying. But no, I did not see. But you it. like went to like impoverished areas. It might have been Detroit, or it might have been. Like Detroit does need money. That's um, true. Might have been Chicago. Uh, it was a major city. It might have even been in Canada. Because fun fact, uh, Drake's from Canada. Um, but anyways, he he. Oh Canada. Our I had a good conversation with some Canadian uh, Nordic um, or uh, Canadian ski orienteers today. It was great. Were they students or were they just Canadians? They were competing in the um, Nash, the uh, the World Masters Ski Orienteering Championship, huh. which I actually helped at. That's that's what I did earlier today. I shouldn't say that in such a roundabout way but um that's really cool you that you're so nonchalant about that that's that sounds dope for lack of a better word yeah so this morning i helped um i was a medical personnel um it was actually just a practice day nobody was actually racing today but i um i sort of stood on the sidelines of the race area and if anybody got hurt they would come to me and yeah so you were you were Doctor Isaac. Uh, yes, you could call me. You could call me Doctor if you would like. I have a I have a PhD from the internet. <laughs> What's it in? Um, that's Mister Doctor Professor Patrick to you. Oh, that, yes, of course, Lord Mister Doctor. Professor. Lord Mister Doctor Professor. Um, well, it's in um, it's in uh, uh, it's in online ministry, which means I can marry people. I can I can do the justice of the peace type deal. You had any you had any weddings yet? Uh we don't need to talk about this. <laughs> I always wonder are those like online ministry things are those actually valid? Um I don't know. I don't know how that works. I have never filled out a marriage license before. Cuz I remember during graduation a certain classmate of ours got ordained and got them to say reverend before his name when they <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That did happen. That was something that happened back in high school. I agree. But, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Because I've always wanted, like, because it's so easy to get one it's, of those. It's really easy to get one of those. You don't have to go to seminary. You don't have to, you know, study any of it. You just have to sort of click stuff. Yeah. And if that's valid, like, what does that mean for actual ministry? Well, I think, uh, yeah, that's a good point. But anyways, <laughs> back to my... <laughs> Back to my day earlier today. Yes, please. Um, yeah, so it was, it was fun. Uh, nobody got hurt, um, and it was it was a good time to just hang out. And um, and there was somebody with me, uh, another person from my school who has um, medical training, was uh, accompanied me um, to to do this thing. And um, yeah, so we just stood around. We talked to some of the people that weren't. It was just a practice day, so they weren't like going really fast. And um, mm-hmm. but. So we had a nice little conversation with some of them, and um, yeah, nobody got hurt, so it was a good good time. It's always good when no one gets hurt. It's one of my favorite uh, ways to go about doing anything, really. Um, it depends on the thing. That's sketchy. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you're familiar with ski orienteering, but. It's, it combines the two sports. Is it like orienteering, but on skis? Yeah, did we talk about this last podcast? No, but I but I know you know I know what skiing and orienteering Okay, are. I just feel I like just I've explained this to you before. 
um, yeah. You have it on the podcast. Not on the so. okay. Not on, we have to actually redo every conversation we've had on the podcast. That way. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Right. That way we know we've either said it on the podcast or not. Looking forward to that. Every single conversation we've had over the past eight, nine years. Well. It's the combination of, of skiing and orienteering. And you have this little chest um, mount where the map will go, and it has a swivel on it, so you can rotate the map to align with where, you're, where you are. Um, and there's usually a little compass on there, too. And you go past these checkpoints, and it's really cool. I was talking to these people who, they um, for a lot of these high-profile races, they'll have, um, they'll have uh, electronic um, checkpoint markers. So there's like a little thing that you wear on your index finger. It looks like a thumb drive, but it's not. And um, and when you ski close enough to a checkpoint, you like stick your hand out and like touch it. And just by the act of touching it, like you don't have to like plug anything in or like it's it's wireless. Um, it counts you as you as you got that checkpoint. Technology is so crazy. Isn't that really cool? That's so cool. Yeah. They're called control points in the in the in the orienteering world. And so do you win by doing it the fastest? Uh yep, usually. What are the types of speeds people get on these courses? Like It depends. There's different lengths or there's different um like scales cuz there's no like set length. Like you can go wherever you want. There's trails and there's no trails and there's like semi like social trails like you get to choose it's a choose your own adventure here, but um but usually, like, on the trail is going to be faster travel than off trail. Um, but off trail might be a more direct route, so it might be worth it. There might be other things involved, like a hill. or like It's, it's a rather complicated thing. Um, so it depends. Like, there'll be a smaller scale race and then a larger scale race that might take different time to, to do. Okay. And this is cross-country skiing, yeah. I assume? Yeah. This is okay. freestyle. So you can either do skate or classic. And that sounds neat. That sounds just like fun. Get this. There's things I can't talk to you about because what? there's things I can't talk to you about about the race because, well, no, this will probably come out after, but either way. Yeah, this is two weeks away. Um, this will probably come out after the races are done. But um, earlier in the spring, I don't remember if I said it on the podcast, but I helped make some of the trails that are featured in uh, the World Cup um, ski orienteering that are being hosted near where I live. So, where I live, where I go to school. Anyways, they are hosted at the same event that I helped with today, which means that I have information that the racers don't know yet. See, the thing about ski orienteering is you get the map only 15, per second, 15 seconds before the race actually starts. So you have to study the map in those 15 seconds and decide which way you're going to go and how, like, start figuring out your route as you're starting to ski. So any information that you get before those 15 seconds is like cheating. What? So so you you hold the fate of these people. I know a few things that they hand. that that they don't is is what I'm saying. That's wow. Isn't that cool? That's really. I've cool. never had confidentiality before. Isaac, you talk about the statute of limitations every episode. <laughs> that's, that's true. But it's not like... <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's right. But this is like high stakes. Like This is like World Cup ski orienteering here. 
there's there's I there's people from Russia, from Germany, from Italy, from Poland, from the the from all of Norway, Sweden, all of those you know European and Eastern European countries. I saw them all skiing today. The the World Cup races also had a practice. Um, it was great. It was it was really cool to see all those those different people. That I I wish there was more of that around here. That sounds just like really fun and happy is the wrong word, but it sounds happy. Yeah, it was a good. It was a fun fun thing. I can't believe I've never heard of ski orienteering before. I mean, you can combine pretty much any two sports and and do that. But yeah, you think you can combine any two sports? Well, no. Like they have to have like co coexisting rules. I was gonna say, baseball, football might not work too well. No, probably not. Do you remember in middle school gym when we played mat ball? Oh my god, mat ball. It was like my favorite day in gym class. Mat ball was fun. Uh, Listeners, for those of you who don't know, mat ball is basically kickball, uh, except you can have more than one person on the bases, right? That's the main difference. Yeah, pretty much, from what I remember. And so people would just like go chill out on a base for 10 minutes until they got yelled at by the gym teacher to move. Yeah, or there was like kids like me that would just like keep round because you can round the base. Oh, that's the other difference. Is you can round the bases oh, as yeah, many times as you going. want. Um, and I think to get a, a point, you have to go around twice. You have twice to go around anyway. twice anyways, which is different from baseball. And um, every time that you go around after twice is another point. So you could just like keep circling the bases and gain all these points, gain all these points. And then the last time that you touch home, like that's how many points you get. But it's like risky. If you get out, you lose all of those points. So you could be like stacking up these points and like, all right. I'm going to go for home this round, and you go for home, and you get out, boom. All that time just wasted. Gym class was wild back in the day. Yeah. It, there were Crossfire. Yes, that was such a good game. We, oh. we played Crossfire, I think, my senior year. Our senior year. I don't know why I just senior identified of high myself. But yeah, I think just like for a day. Of nostalgia. Uh, yeah, and it was not as fun. Really? Like people, people took it too seriously. The whole point was like, like people were like having strategies. The whole point was just like to sit on your your pin like an egg <laughs> and accumulate true. all the balls, so no one could throw anything at you, and then just go go wild. Crossfire listeners, uh, basically you have to knock down people. Each person has a pin, and they have to guard the pin like a bowling pin. Uh, and people are trying to throw like dodgeballs at it to to knock it down. Yeah. But did you play with the rule that you soccer. had to set it up on the paint lines of the, of the the like basketball court? I played both versions. Gym? I think we didn't play by that rule in high okay, school. Okay, my my um, gym teacher, who will uh, remain unnamed because he uh, is in jail probably right now. Um, oh, okay. you don't you didn't know about that? I'd heard rumors. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. I guess I've only heard rumors, too. I just assumed that they were, like, that they were prosecuted, you know? Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on from this. Yeah. But, but no, it was was a great game. Not not the man, but the the game was. (laughs) Oh, I kind of miss gym class. Is that weird? What if college had gym class, huh? I wouldn't enjoy that. I don't like mandatory gym class. Oh, but you... You know, most states don't require that you go to four years of gym in high school. Yeah, I know. New York is, is that way. New York's just weird. Yeah. 
But I kind of liked it just for, like, the outdoor education side of things. And, like, gym class was the closest you got to that in high school, and or at least in our high school. That's true. And we had we had the woods behind our high school. I We used to go on hikes sometimes, I remember. And those were always really nice. Yeah. Yeah. High school gym class. What a time. Uh, so we're at 37 minutes right now. Should we move on to the Oscars discussion? All right, now roll that this Oscar the... theme music. All right. The Oscars. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let me go put on. Let me go put on the. Uh, yep. I got, on the tuxedo, I got my tie ready. Top hat and the. Uh, jacket on. Oh, you got a top Well, hat. yeah, of course. Oh, man. I just brought my monocle. I didn't think about this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And our, our nice uh, monk strap shoes. Oh, absolutely. Freshly shined. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's fancy time. So what, what about them? I don't know uh, anything. Uh, so I... The, the movie that won Best Picture is The Shape of Water, uh, which you might have heard of. It's a Guillermo del Toro what film shape does, about does a woman. Water takes whatever shape it wants to. Whatever shape the vessel this is, is true. in. I don't quite understand the title. But this is the movie where a woman falls in love with a fish creature. Have you heard of uh, it? Oh, yeah. It won Best Picture. Uh, it was a... I, I watched it Saturday night. It should not have won Best Picture. In my opinion... Um, it was good, but it was really predictable and kind of just sort of checking off all the boxes of the genre, you know, of, of a romance film and also of a, of a Cold War film. So like, it was good, but I, I don't know what they were thinking with it, giving it best picture. What should have won, and this is my movie recommendation of the week, Ooh. is a movie called Three, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, have you heard I of have that? not seen that one. So the premise of the film, uh, it opens... This woman, uh, her daughter, several months ago, was raped and murdered by these people, and the police never found who did it. Uh, and so she, she buys three billboards outside of her town, Ebbing, Missouri, hence the title, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and basically uh, calls out the police department for not, not finding the guy. Uh, and it's the story about grief and about rage and coming to terms with, with those feelings and... Uh, it's also about kindness, and it's super unpredictable, and it like it's so well written, and you believe all these characters, and uh, the the female lead, uh, Frances McDermott, won best uh, lead actress last night. One of the other characters, Sam Rockwell, uh, he won best supporting actor last night. So like it was really good, uh, and it should have won best picture. I I this is the first year I've watched all of the best picture nominees. I watched half of them this past weekend because you know productivity is good. Who's the Who's the leading and leading lady in that one? The uh, The uh, three billboards. Francis McDermott. Who? Francis McDermott. Okay, hang on. Okay. Oh yeah, that's what I thought. All right. What? Um, she plays the mother of Susie Bishop in uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah! Oh my God! I forgot what her name is in the in the movie, but and she's having she's a, a phenomenal uh, she's having actress. An affair with the policeman, 
Oh, that movie. Who is, of course, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I've met his stunt double. Hmm? Uh, I've met Bruce Willis' stunt double. You did? Yeah. When was this? Why haven't we talked about it? He was filming a movie here last fall. I feel like we've talked about on this. On the podcast? Maybe not on the podcast. Oh. Should, I, should I talk about it on the podcast briefly? Sure. I guess I have to always address it. Uh, in the fall of 2016, a movie was shot in the town where I go to school. Um... Starring Bruce Willis and Hayden Christensen. Uh, and Bruce Willis filmed the scenes in like a day or two. He was out pretty quick. But his stunt double stuck around to do like pickups and whatnot. So I, I was walking to get ice cream, excuse me, frozen custard. They're very particular. What? One day. Uh, and I, I passed one of the churches and there was this big film set in the parking lot. And I was like, huh. And then I was like, that guy looks like Bruce Willis. That guy looks like Hayden Christensen. Oh, that is Hayden Christensen. That's not Bruce Willis, but I bet it's a stunt double, so I went and introduced myself. Wow. If you tell people you're a film student, they, they, they get excited. Isn't it weird how people will pay people who look like them to, to do dangerous things that they don't want to do? Unless you're Harrison Ford in 65. Yeah, and they just crash planes on your free time. What a guy. But yeah, that is weird. I get it. Like, safety. You want the main star to be as safe as possible. But also, like, hey, I'm, I'm more important than you. Can you go risk your life, please? Thank yeah, you. just because you look like me. It, it's weird. It's, it's kind of messed up when you think yeah, about it. Yeah, kind of. Hollywood's messed up in general, though. Uh, yes. But. Yes, it is. But anyway, it, round about three billboards outside Epic, Missouri. Should have won Best Picture. Incredible, moving, uh, haunting film. If you haven't seen it, you, sh- you need to watch it. I'd say it's What do you think of Baby Boss? I'm insulted. You. <laughs> I think you mean. I think you mean Oscar nominated. Oscar nominated baby boss. Give me the hot take. It did not win. Uh, it. It's not the emoji movie. Thankfully, that's my. Oh hot wow. But that's all I had to say. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I think that. I think that. I think that about wraps yeah, up that's, our that's Oscar. The end of the podcast. I think. Yeah. Our Oscar themed podcast uh, so... this week, where we talked about. High school gym class and ski orienteering and contra dancing and speed dating and and the Oscars hot versus cold apple cider. Thanks for listening, listeners. Uh, we'll see you next week for episode eight. We're getting close to episode ten. Sponsor class. That's right. That's when all the sponsors roll in. Bye guys. Bye bye. <laughs>